0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the fourth chapter. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for forty days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they were ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, To you I will give all authority, all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, And Jesus answered him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
1: In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. In the Garden of Eden, God said to Adam and Eve that they could eat of any tree... Except for one. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, while we might focus on what they are not to eat, there's actually a more fundamental question for Adam and Eve. What were Adam and Eve hungry for? Well, God created Adam and Eve for communion. Which means they are fully themselves, or they are satisfied when they are living in right relationship with God and with each other. This means God created them with a hunger for Him. And when He says to not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, He's telling them that they will not be satisfied by it. But rather they will be satisfied by Him. Of course, Adam and Eve are tempted by the devil, and they believe him. They believe their hunger will be satisfied by something else other than God. And that they can satisfy their hunger on their own. Well, with this reading, hunger turns out to be something more than just a bodily ache. It's actually an ache of our identity. Who God created us to be, And what God created us for. Jesus, after eating nothing for 40 days in the wilderness, is hungry. But is he simply hungry for food? Or does he have a more primary appetite? Does Jesus have an appetite for something more primary to who he is? And what he was sent to do? Like in Eden, food in the wilderness is not the point, but food is a means to get to the point. From Jesus' responses to the devil, we see that Jesus has an appetite for his relationship with his heavenly Father. Jesus' response to the first temptation is that God gives life, not bread. Jesus' response to the second temptation is that God alone is to be worshipped. Not something else, much less the devil. Now, Jesus' response to the third temptation needs a little backstory. Because when he says to the devil, you should not tempt the Lord your God, or test the Lord your God, he's actually referring to something that happened in Exodus 17. When Israel tested God because they were thirsty, they tested God in the wilderness. See, their thirst made them question whether God was with them, in their midst. And that's precisely what the devil is doing. So Jesus' response says that God doesn't abandon his child. That he is there. All three responses show that Jesus is satisfied by God, his Heavenly Father. Fasting during Lent is often primarily about food, whether we give up meat or eat more vegetables. But fasting during Lent is really a statement on what we are hungriest for. Fasting is a reorienting to what is primary. Fasting is about confessing a right relationship with God. It's important to note that the first act of piety for Adam and Eve was fasting. They were not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the first act of piety for Jesus in his ministry was fasting. Fasting. In both circumstances, they tell us what we are to be hungry for, and both show us that the only thing that will satisfy our hunger is God. Now, in verse 2 of the Gospel reading, when it simply says Jesus was hungry, we must remember that he wasn't empty, because in verse 1, it says that Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit, while Jesus was satisfied with his right relationship with the Heavenly Father, being full of the Holy Spirit meant that he was also hungry for what the Father was hungry for. Which means that Jesus was hungry for you. Jesus' fasting is part of God's salvation for us. Because he doesn't succumb to the temptation that Adam and Eve did. Jesus will not live or die without God, without his Heavenly Father, or without you. And whether you recognize it or not, we actually confessed this on Ash Wednesday. During the Great Litany, when we prayed, By your baptism, fasting and temptation, good Lord, deliver us. We prayed this because, without Jesus, we'll never be able to keep the fast. To satisfy our primary hunger for God and for each other. Now, at the end of the Gospel reading, the devil waits for another opportune time to tempt Jesus, which comes with Christ's passion. When the devil tempts Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, in the trial with Pilate, and while he was hung on the cross, Jesus fasts from everything. Because he is hungry for you. And then on the cross, Jesus petitions his Father to forgive his executioners. And then he commits his spirit into the Heavenly Father's hands. Showing to what lengths he will go to satisfy his hunger for you. Jesus will give up everything. Food, status, and life so that he would remain with you and faithful to the Heavenly Father. In the crucifixion, Jesus is finally empty. But three days later, the Father resurrects him so that he will never hunger and neither will you. So what are you hungry for? Are you hungry for God? Or for something else? Fasting during Lent is a time to reveal to you what you are really hungry for and seek out what really satisfies your hunger. During the fast, God will reveal to you things that you will need to repent of. But in the repentance, you will find really the only thing you truly hunger for is God. In recognizing this hunger, then, God will reveal what really satisfies you. Himself. Jesus Christ. Of course, the place God fills you up with Himself is in the Lord's Supper. In the Eucharist, Christ Himself forgives you all of your sins and then fills you up with His presence. Which means you are full of the Holy Spirit. Then, full of the Holy Spirit, you are led out of here. You're led out into the world, testifying that God satisfies your hunger with himself. And that fasting turns out to be the means in which you know that you are full of him. Happy Lent. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.